0: Have you heard the term concierge medicine and wondered exactly what that means? In short, it's the answer to the question: isn't there a better solution to my health care? Concierge medicine means virtually no waiting for your doctor. It means 24-7 access to physician care. It means truly individualized healthcare, all at a cost that's lower than you might expect. See pricing and learn more at partnermd.com. It's better healthcare for an even better you.
1: All right. Joshua here. 86 Boxing Podcast. We're back in this thing. I'm here again with Slavin from Boxing Haven. And you know how we do. Yeah. Give you boxing action, boxing talk, all that good stuff. All right. Um, so, yeah, April 17th, That's gonna. this is going to go down as a very busy boxing weekend. In actuality, there were like four major network cars that were going on. The uh, Zone, ESPN, Fox, and Triller. I guess the verdict's still out on Triller, but they seem to have money to blow, and they seem to be getting some pretty top guys over there, at least uh, in their first iterations of hosting boxing. And I think it's a very fun show just overall. But we're going to kick things off with The Zone for the biggest fight of the weekend, which was Demetrius Andre taking on Liam Williams. And this was for the WBO middleweight title. Uh, Slavin, i know that you are able to catch that uh yeah. want to get your immediate thoughts following what turned out to be a pretty pretty decent fight you know and it turned out to be uh, yeah. a little bit more competitive in spots than uh i expected it
0: yeah definitely i mean uh, it started quite uh i should i say unexpectedly because andre he he it looked like he was trying to to end it rather quickly, you know, because uh, in the first round he had uh, Liam Williams hurt uh, like some, I don't know how many seconds after the the start, but it was, uh, and then then in the second, of course, he had him down, uh, which was uh, uh, kind of a surprise to me. But uh, Mm -hmm. anyway, I knew that Andre, he can hit, of course, he has the power. To do that but Williams was uh mm-hmm. yeah I thought just a little bit too tough to <laughs> to be knocked down like that. But uh you know it can happen to, to everyone I guess. Oh yeah. Uh, I I guess he didn't really expect such a strong start, maybe I don't know, from Andre who who is known for not always being so, you know in a hurry, maybe. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... But uh, I thought after the first two uh, rounds, then uh, Williams kind of had a comeback, you know. He won the ne- the next two, third and fourth. And then uh, the next four were pretty much Andre, uh, uh, you know, dominating. But yeah. he, he was trying to... Uh, to really catch, you know, Williams' flush, and he did actually do that, but he didn't really, really catch him with anything so hard, you know, that like hmm. in the second round. So, and then Williams kind of had a, another comeback after the eighth round, and uh, in my eyes, he kind of some of those rounds were a little bit difficult to score, you know. Oh but, yeah, definitely. I kind of gave, <laughs> I know you, you will not agree, but I gave Williams the 9th and the 10th and maybe the 11th as well, actually. <laughs> so, and then All of right. course, Andre, he came back and he took the 12th without a doubt. So, yeah, he. Okay. Won. So, yeah. yeah. My score actually was uh, 115 to 112. <laughs>
1: Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah. you had it a lot closer than I did uh, by a pretty uh, sizable margin. I had it one, uh, 118, 109, oh. and well, I know there were some others the, that had it similarly. Yeah,
0: that's the same as one of the the judges. I, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I believe, yeah, 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 it is the case. Uh thought maybe it was like two of them that had it there, but one of them oh. had it closer. Yeah, Um mate. Yeah, you know, I think I do agree that there were some very close rounds that could have gone either way. Uh I can't remember which exact ones, but I do remember distinctly in a couple of them uh, I said, "You know what? Uh Williams could have uh, realistically won that round." And I think the reason I may have given it to Andre in some of those closer rounds is because I just thought he was landing some very clean shots, especially with that right uppercut. He was able to land that on a recurring basis, and when it did land, it was legitimately snapping Williams's head, and he never really found a true answer for it all night. Now, it was a rough-and-tumble fight. One thing, I knew Williams coming in, he was going to be game. I actually liked Liam Williams, and I know we were discussing like how was uh, – yeah, old chunky smith liam smith how was he able to uh take out williams but beefy. it seems that this version oh yeah yeah beefy yeah, yeah. beefy smith <laughs> uh uh yeah so it, yeah i was wondering like how he was able to stop him but this version of williams i feel uh would give old beefy problems for sure yeah and uh, they may even defeat him at this point definitely yeah. uh he, he, he should be able to do so um but I thought that Williams showed that he has a chin, he's game, he has heart. He was coming nonstop. He made it a made it rough and tumble. He had he, you know, he threw in a little bit of dirtiness at times, uh, craftiness. Uh, some would call it, but it's what you need to do to try and get in ahead of Andre. And I think that he found success in some areas and spots in doing so, and that played out in his favor because ultimately he was able to hang in there and force Andre to be 100% on his game the entire fight. And that's even after getting up off to the canvas. So Whoa. overall, yeah, I think um, I do feel that Demetrius Andre won and I stand by my scorecard. But that being said, even with that margin of a uh, wide scorecard that I had, I think it still was a fairly close fight. Just if you look at sort of the peaks and valleys that were involved with it, they were pretty much right on each other. Uh, And I I thought the story was pretty much Andre's elusiveness and accuracy uh, with that uh, right uppercut versus Williams' ruthless aggression, his tenaciousness, and and he was smothering Andre. So i say he was really one of the first ones that really put Andre in in very very uncomfortable spots.
0: Yeah, definitely. I I think uh, the main uh, <clears throat> uh, difference between the two was the fact that uh, Andre was <coughs> sorry a lot of a lot more. Uh, he he was able to land the cleaner shots. Simply. Yeah. Um, Williams he landed a few good shots, especially in the, uh, like, last half of the fight, and uh, mm-hmm. he did, uh, but uh, there were, I mean, uh, he, I remember he also had uh, Andre hurt, at, but I don't remember what wrong yeah. maybe the, the night or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I do remember a shot where he did catch Andre while Andre was kind of bending, trying to... You know, yeah, duck so. and elude a shot. Uh, and it did look like it landed and he really felt that. And he tied up immediately.
0: Yeah, so that's true. But uh, overall there, uh, Williams wasn't able to really, I mean, get behind or penetrate that defense or enough, I guess, <laughs> to be able to score a stoppage, you know. Or, or,
1: yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I look back a little bit early, actually. I was surprised, but that was Andre's first fight since, like, January of 2020. Uh, yeah. and I know the pandemic came about and all of that, but I felt like his name was being thrown out there all year.
0: Yeah.
1: And even at the beginning of this year, and this will have taken him to well over a, a year out. So I thought that's pretty uh, a, a pretty decent showing considering... He had a fairly inactive year plus over uh, these lads over this last period of time and uh, and I would think that after healing up and all that stuff this fight in itself probably makes him a or, or gets him a little bit more to where he was or, or gets him a little bit stronger as far as facing whatever that next challenge may be and speaking of that, That is a big question, not only for uh, Andre, but even Williams. uh, What will happen next? Now, I do know that they had some info out there that currently Triple G is in talks for a December 31st fight with uh, Ryota Murata, which I think Eddie Hearn summed it up uh, properly like we're in April He's planning for yes, a December, fight. Uh, I don't know if this means that Triple G is just intending to sit out this entire time until he gets to that point, or if he would actually uh, take on the likes of an Andre, who's certainly going to be more tougher for him than, say, Murata, who is more adapted, uh, more—he uh, would more be— willing to step in and exchange with Triple G, I think, more so than Andrade, who Triple G would have to try and find the entire night.
0: Yeah, but, you know, at the same time, Triple G is now like 39, I believe. And so, mm-hmm. I I do believe he still has, of course, something left in the tank. He's not completely dry yet. So, but, uh, of course, uh, he has had a few you know, his wars with Canelo and uh, Danny Jacobson, yeah. they have kind of put a, a, a dent in him, definitely. And of, also yeah, yeah. that guy, Derevyanchenko as well. So Oh, yeah,
1: that was a tough fight for him right yeah, there. Yeah,
0: so many kind of thought that he should have lost that fight, actually. I, I, mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet. yeah I
1: did watch it and yeah many did think he lost it I thought Triple G edged him slightly but you know if I watch it again you know I could feel differently because it was a very close fight and both of them uh, put a lot out
0: yeah and then Shane who isn't that actually to my surprise it was the other day that I found out that he's already 35 actually he's so he's not a really young guy you know he's not that much younger but He started a lot later as a pro than -hmm. Triple G. So, you know, that all (laughs) counts. So, I don't know, maybe it's like uh, he's on his last leg, definitely, Triple G now. And he is, I guess, thinking of securing another big money, a big payday. Yeah, I was
1: thinking about that as well. Of course, uh, if he goes over to Japan, this is likely going to sell out over there uh, with uh, Murata and him being a champion that they back. Uh, Same would be the case for anyone going over to fight Inouye in some major fight. Mm -hmm. It would be a big money fight in Japan or or wherever it's held, theoretically, uh, because as we've been seeing as of late, they're really just looking at multiple spots and generally are willing to take the biggest offer, it seems.
0: And he's always, I mean, people always uh, come to to watch him, of course, because he's got that fan-friendly style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always looking for a knockout, you might say. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, he has a... uh IBF and IBO championship. Murata has a WBA, so that would make for an interesting uh, matchup. Oh, yeah. And ultimately, if, uh, so the WBC, yeah, that's Charlo. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if we ever get to a full, undisputed unification fight, um, yeah, which may be yeah, so unlikely. Nice.
0: Which yeah, may I, very would, will be I don't play. know. I would prefer I uh, maybe I think think I would favor Murata over him because of Triple G, you now. But uh, it's you not would favor like,
1: Murata over Triple G? Yeah. If they fought. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's but it's not like I would really. I'm saying, oh, he's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's,
1: yeah, yeah. he's gonna win die.
0: for sure. You know? No, no. Yeah,
1: yeah, not, yeah. But <laughs> I just
0: kind of favor him on paper at least. you know because he is yeah. younger and uh, he's a little bit also hung- more hungry i guess now. Still. yeah yeah so you know triple g has really accomplished a lot already so you know he yeah I, be I, that yeah hungry. i think <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah yeah i feel like i understand yeah favoring Murata for sure um triple g uh his last fight i, I can't remember the guy's last name. I know his first name was Maxim. Uh, the I think he was Polish fighter, a Polish or Swiss fighter. I but I think it was Polish. Um, that could have been considered smoking mirrors because he didn't really have any power to truly test uh, Triple G. Yeah. And Murata, uh, for what it's worth, he he is a pretty decent puncher, so I can understand him being favored. I slightly favor Triple G because I think Murata. Would find himself at some point exchanging, and I feel like Triple G probably still has a, a decent amount of pop left there in the tank. But yeah. of course, um, you know, time will certainly tell, and especially with uh, him being a little bit more inactive uh, by comparison to when he first stepped on that world stage, of course.
0: Yeah, you know, as they say, power is the last thing to go, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, we have seen that before.
1: Yeah, 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 definitely. You had seen some guys in the twilight's of their career uh, get some major upsets in there. Yeah, uh, Those right. you think would have been gone. Uh, yeah, or, or no
0: 1994, <laughs> good example.
1: Perfect example right there, perfect yeah. example. Now, um, so, yeah, with that. I think that I would love to see a Demetrius Andreate versus Jamal Charlo fight. Oh, yeah. and
0: would be a dynamite fight.
1: <laughs> and I think that Eddie Hearn makes some good points as far as, if I recall correctly, and I would have to look this up to confirm, the first time around they made an offer of like $7 million or something of that tune to face uh, Charlo. That's what I heard. Or red somewhere, um, who knows? But I feel like that. I feel like there's been a lot of chatter, especially with Jamal Charlo in varying stages of him being a 160 pounder with uh, various guys, whether that's Danny Jacobs, uh, David Benavidez, uh, Demetrius Andre. But outside of Derevianchenko, in the last probably three four years, that's really the only true fight that people yeah. uh, saw as being a, a real test for uh, for Jamal Charlo. Uh, and, yeah. and that makes it interesting to see if he'll actually face Demetrius Andre who is out there. And as Eddie, Eddie put, he did look vulnerable. I think Charlo has some decent power <laughs> for sure. And he's shown that he's a very good boxer. And his jab is, is a top tier, top level jab. So why wouldn't he take that fight?
0: Yeah, exactly. Why not? I don't know. Really I was so surprised when he chose to fight, you know, that small guy, what's his name? Brandon Adams or something. Oh, uh, Brandon Adams, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> when he
0: all oh, it was like what the hell? Where did they find him? Like why why is he fighting this Tiny guy. I mean,
1: now, 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 yeah. to Brandon Adams' credit, I have seen Brandon Adams a, a number of times. I think he's a pretty good boxer. He's yeah. A, and he,
0: he, he's he a smaller, strong. he has
1: a little mass. Yeah, he looks pretty yeah, yeah. tough,
0: strong for his size. That's true. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. He is pretty, uh, he, he's, he's, he's a very decent fighter, but he's definitely not the, or he's shown that he hasn't been able to beat one anyone at that, yeah, what we consider crazy. elite level. Yeah. But he's yeah. up there in the mix as a contender for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. Maybe a gatekeeper or whatever you call it. <laughs> I don't know. Well,
1: he just scored an uh, upset over an up-and-coming uh, fighter out of uh, uh, Ukraine or something of that nature. Um, so, hey, he's looking to probably get back in uh, title contention. Whether or not that actually happens, though, is another story. Yeah,
0: maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's so always interesting to see guys, you know, that are fighting. Uh, they are smaller, but fighting a higher weight than they yeah. kind of look like. They don't. They don't belong. You know. yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the thing with him, he has a
1: lot of muscles, so a lot of mass. So yeah, I think that's one of the drivers for him yeah, being like around Motel, that weight. Like Motel
0: Griffin, you know, and one seventy-five. Yeah. Very short, but very, very. Muscular. Solidly built. Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Uh, but yeah, you're right in, in that regard. Uh, when Charlo faced him, he wasn't able to get Adams out of there, and Adams had been uh, stopped before. Uh, so yeah, I, I think that it's kind of show and prove time for Charlo because as of late, you know, he had been chattering back and forth with David Benavidez, uh, speaking about fighting him and all that stuff. And then after David Benavidez picked up a win in his last fight, yeah. uh, Charlo said that he's seemingly, to, to paraphrase, not interested in just looking yeah. to fight Canelo, which is disappointing considering uh, he was a main part of that back and forth with uh, Benavidez. He was one of the main ones that sparked it. So he's got a – I think this is a show improved type of a uh, year for him as far as – what he does after this fight that he has on the schedule, um, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But yeah, we'll we'll have to see what he really is gonna do for the uh, for the remainder of this yeah. year and before. And,
0: and speaking of Charlotte Tony Harrison had a fight last night. Did you see what that one?
1: Oh yeah, yes, I did see did see that. So that's another uh one of the bigger fights, uh shifting from the zone to Fox. This is a Fox headliner I was able to watch it. He took on Brian Perella. Did you yeah. did you catch it or no? No,
0: no. That that's why I was okay. just curious. What happened?
1: <laughs> yeah, so it ended up being a split draw, uh, oh, no. <laughs> uh, and it was. Uh, I won't say it. Excuse me. It wasn't an overall like bad performance uh, from either fighter. I thought it was a bit uninspiring as far as being the main event for. This Fox card, Uh, Tony Harrison, you know, he's being trained by his uh, brother at the current moment. His father was previously his trainer who passed away this past year, unfortunately. Um, So he's this is his first time getting back in the ring since then. And Brian Perella, he's trained by Roy Jones Jr. So he has a nice pedigree in his corner as far as uh, what he'll do moving forward. In all actuality, uh, I actually thought that the um, case could be made that Perella won that fight to to be honest with you um, but we know how it is. He ended up uh, yeah Tony Harrison ended up getting the getting uh, one of the judges to uh, see the fight in his favor. Yes. And then, of well, course, one-headed a draw.
0: He is the bigger name. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah he, he was the bigger name. So I won't say it was necessarily home cooking. It ended up being a draw or whatever. But I will say that I don't know if it does much for Tony Harrison as far as him wanting to try and pick up a title again. Uh, it just seems that this fight, just kind of left us in uh, purgatory, I I think that's the word they say, Um, because I don't think he showed enough to warrant a title shot. Uh, Maybe they'll run it back. Uh, It seemed to be uh, a pretty uh, tough fight for Harrison, and that could have been for a multitude of reasons. But uh, Perella, hey, he showed some great... It showed that uh, hey, he's a real fighter up in there. But um,
0: you know, yeah, it's me, just
1: overall not inspiring.
0: Yeah, to me, Tony Arson always looked like he kind of uh, lacked something. He had, uh, he has, he has pretty good boxing skills. He has pretty good power, but he has been stopped, like you know, against Willie Nelson, for instance. Yeah, and. Uh, I I think some other guy they both stopped him in the ninth round because he would kind of fade, you know, in the the later rounds, just simply, and uh, he would get destroyed. Yeah,
1: and I think uh, in in this fight, he actually, um, he showed a, he didn't fade in a similar capacity to what he's done in some of his bigger fights. He actually started out slow, and he came on in the mid to later rounds a a little bit, and then he kind of just stayed on par with Corella. But for him to be viewed as an equal to the likes of uh, Jamel Charlo, um, Jarrett Hurd, et cetera, well, even though we haven't seen Hurd in a while, but some of the others at 154 to still be viewed in that light, I think that he will have needed to... To really uh, do better, beat, defeat, maybe in an impressive fashion, Brian Perella, and he was unable to do so. Do so. so I think it just leaves a lot of question marks.
0: Okay. Thanks.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's the way it is sometimes. Yeah. I was going to mention that of that car, you know, the best fight that seemingly was on that car ended up being this guy I saw for the first time as a Nigerian. His name is uh F.A. Tabor I could be wrong uh Apochi and he took on this guy uh named Dion Nicholson now both yeah. of them came in undefeated this Apochi this Nigerian fighter he was 10 and 0 with 10 knockouts and Nicholson he was 14 and 0 with 13 knockouts right and ultimately it came down to Apochi really showing that he had brute strength and uh and he was going to be a player at cruiserweight. This was a cruiserweight fight. Oh, right. Uh, they both came in. Uh, I know uh, Nicholson was at about one ninety three. Apochi was uh, a bit higher than that. Uh, but he ended up. He he was he's like a massively built cruiserweight, and he seems to have power in both hands. And he picked up a, another stoppage and. He didn't ever look in trouble, even with this other guy coming in who was undefeated and seemingly had power. Uh, he, he never looked in trouble. I think if you check out that fight, you'll see what I'm saying. It was a third-round KO, and I think he could be a player at uh, at uh, Cruiserweight, especially with his power taken into account. Um, we'll just have to see you know, how he continues uh, to look as we see more of him. This was my first time seeing him, at least, but it's a name to look out for. Uh, F.A. Apochi okay.
0: Nigerian. Uh, I so. know these Nigerians. I, I don't think I've never seen a Nigerian boxer below c- cruiserweight because they are also <laughs> you know, big, heavy. Yeah, muscul-
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> very strong, <laughs>
0: muscular guys. You know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I have even seen a, a light heavyweight from Nigeria. they are all, all either heavyweights yeah. or cru- cruisers. I
1: think the one guy, uh, I think he was at, like, you remember uh,
0: uh, K.O.D. or... Yeah, he was a loser. yeah. Yeah. uh,
1: You know what I'm talking about, right? He ended up fighting, uh, losing to Tarver or something like that.
0: Yeah, Tarver, that guy, he was, like, (laughs) a little bit nuts.
1: Yeah, I can't remember. I think it was... Coyote or something was his Yeah, Latif Coyote.
0: Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Latif Coyote. Yeah, he, he was one of those guys who was. Uh, he was, the like that that was He was blaming actually the, the, the network. You said let's go to HBO. Let's go to HBO. (laughs) (laughs) it's just because it's showtime, and you know it's. uh, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
1: he had a little run there. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, but you're right. So yeah, this should be. uh, Yeah, things should be looking up for uh, for I'd be interested in seeing him again. So I think that was probably the highlight of that Fox card, for sure. Yeah,
0: so well, the aliens are coming. <laughs> I got oh, yeah. a light here. Because, oh, yeah, uh, I, see it. I see it.
1: It's, it's it. a re-
0: reflection from a, a door. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that is yeah. pretty
1: crazy. Be on the lookout. <laughs> okay,
0: pretty weird, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny, but... um. I was thinking yeah. uh, back to the zone card. Uh, that, there's this guy Carlos yeah. Gengora, you know, Carlos Gengora, who uh, really I had just yeah. saw for the first time? I when just missed
0: that fight when I arrived. Okay. I, mean, I I wasn't. I didn't even know they were going to show it. You know, in, in this yeah. I mean time when when it's well, before before midnight. Okay. So, and then okay. a friend tells me, you're going to watch uh, that fight, Andre. And I said, no, it's in USA. No, you, you can watch it now. Like,
1: <laughs> oh, okay. So, okay, was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you missed that then. All right. Yeah, there were uh, a couple of good ones down there. But Gungora, he defeated Christopher Pars or Pearson's. Uh, it was a eighth round stoppage, right. and you know he has an IBO belt. I only became familiar with him in his last fight because he took on Ali Akhmadov, a Kazakh fighter, who, oh, yeah. for all intents and purposes, was headed on a pretty high trajectory, viewed as someone who would become a contender and ultimately a title is probably sooner than later. Yes. And Gungora yeah. was able to beat him back in December, so. I saw that Matchroom signed him sometime shortly after that. I think he was brought in as as an opponent because he's Ecuadorian. Yeah,
0: before that, that, I also think one of those other, maybe from Uzbekistan, he lost. He was also very, like, uh, very highly, like, you know, how do you say, touted. And then he just suddenly lost by a knockout to this Russian Fedosov, I believe. And it okay. he was, was called uh
1: I think I watched that fight. Um
0: Yeah. I think it was Majido something like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Muhammad yeah, I know. Yeah, Uz- Uz-
0: yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah, Uzbekistan has a lot of good fighters oh, out there yeah, right now. Really they're, 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 true, yeah, this is true, like their moment.
0: True warriors, killers. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um so yeah, that kinda helped Gungora get on the map, uh, getting that win. And and he looked good against Pearson's and really messed up his eye. Pearson's eye was super swollen. May have uh yeah, I don't know what it could have something could have been broken or whatever. But he was really getting tagged up by Gungora, who who seems to be a pretty solid uh super middleweight and he could make things interesting. He can box. He can punch seemingly. Uh, so he could make things interesting at 168. Uh, I don't know if he has the name. Well, I guess with Canelo, you don't necessarily need to, need the name value. But if he continues to look impressive, it'll be interesting to see if uh, Canelo does anything and wants to fight him. Uh, I know that IBO isn't necessarily viewed in that same light, even though we see it referenced more as the other four major belts. But – hey, it could be something of note uh, to see what takes place in the future considering uh, Canelo has been working with the zone or, yeah, he's been working with Master Room and the zone, so maybe that's something down the line. If Canelo is truly continuing with that intent to uh, become undisputed at 168, maybe we see him even uh, facing the door in the future. I
0: I watched the interview from last year and he said he was uh, one of the Concentrate on one sixty eight because he felt that yeah. like one seventy five was a little, you know, a little more of a risk, I guess you know because yeah, those are bigger guys; they hit harder, you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's yeah
1: he, uh, yeah, he would definitely have to go through some uh, major firepower yeah. to get a belt at one seventy five. Yeah, I mean. But- even, even Bivol, he, he can punch a, a decent bit, you know. Is Even though he may not be known as a, a sort of a power guy, Bivol actually can yeah. put together punches well, and he yeah, has a yeah. decent number of knockouts.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's become more like a boxer. Before, he was, he was scoring some good knockouts. Uh, yeah. Pretty eye catching, but now he has become more like a guy who wins on points. Uh, I don't know why, but. I guess, yeah, and yeah yeah I, I, yeah, I
1: think it's just you know he has he's got the belt, and i, I really like people, I think he's a great all around fighter, um, but I think he you know he's been content with definitely uh making sure he gets the w by any means,, yeah. and his name is seemingly the one that's grown around most it's as far as who Canelo may ultimately face at one seventy five I think it probably works out in Canelo's favor to take on the likes of uh, Bevo or uh, Joe Smith Jr. Yeah, even for instance, because, <laughs> because from a fundamental perspective, Joe is good or he, he's decent, but he's he's yeah. not an elite level fundamentalist, and yeah. he's He'll been be able to puncher. be outboxing the yeah.
0: past. He's a puncher who kind of maybe recently. Was taught to box a little, <laughs> so yeah, that's how it is. I, I think yeah, that's what. Yeah,
1: and he looked good over his last several fights. Yeah, uh,
0: definitely.
1: He didn't look very good against um, in his last one against Maxim Blasov, but he, but he, you know, he yeah. hey weathered, I weathered little, the storm in a sense.
0: Yeah. I, I was a little uh, disappointed. I, I thought he would stop also eventually, but. Vlasov has really been stopped, so you
1: know, yeah. yeah, yeah. He landed some good shots. Uh, I think Vlasov probably gained a, a more mass amount of respect uh, yeah. with that fight against Joe Smith Jr., yeah. who many think that he may have won. Uh, I didn't score it, but could I see Vlasov winning that fight just based on what I saw? Without a doubt. Um, so
0: he's very experienced, I, I, also, and uh, yeah, also taller than uh, Smith. White. Yeah, and he was, and he
1: had fought at cruiserweight, so he's <coughs> come down, to, yeah. uh one seventy five, so
0: six foot three and a half, I believe, something like
1: that. Yeah, though so it makes things interesting because um, I'm sure that Joe Smith Jr. That's not a fight; he's not going to want to rematch with uh, yeah. uh so he's probably going to go for that big money fight, which signs seem to be headed towards him and uh, B, uh, not Bivol, but um.
0: Yeah, would Berta- be Berta- Berta- for Berta- some, Berta- someone who is, you know, beatable, you know, so simply. And uh, he yeah. knows that he can knock out, I guess. Uh, that he has a good chance of yeah, scoring a knockout against.
1: Yeah. yeah. Him and uh, Arthur Berdabia would be a exciting yeah. fight. That would think.
0: <laughs> yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> but I yeah. think Berdabia wins that fight. Most likely.
1: Yeah, same here. Same here. I, I do agree. The only thing that I see stopping uh, better Bev at this particular point is time itself. You know. Yes. Yeah. That's the only thing I see stopping him because he is.
0: Hi, how can I help you today? As a McDonald's employee, you say those words quite often. But how about when you need help, like consulting a doctor? Hi, how can I help you today? When you work for a McDonald's restaurant, we take care of you like family. With free virtual doctor's visits, including getting prescriptions and refills for you and everyone in your family. Apply today at careers.mcdonalds.com and find out more. The benefits described herein are only available at participating restaurants.
1: What, 35, 36 now, somewhere in there. Yeah, um,
0: something like that, yeah. He,
1: so that's what that's what's going to be to stop him. Uh, he's maybe. been
0: kind of waiting also too long, I guess. You know, He hasn't fought enough, I think uh yeah he had he, a
1: period he, yeah. yeah he had a period where he was going through some promotional issues and he had oh, a yeah, long right. sort of gap or break where he wasn't fighting and you're in this was while he was a, still a hot name just being talked about but he was unable to uh get any uh major fight so oh. that has definitely done him a disservice yeah. in some sense he but
0: well, he has of course uh very pretty good motivation, cause you know, he like a hero to his own people, and they. Oh yeah, he's right now the only one, you know. I think that is uh, from uh, that area that is a uh, world champion, you know, and okay. doing very well. There are some other t- maybe prospects from uh, che- Chechnya and you know those those places. Yeah. That, I, there is that guy, Umar Salamov. Yeah, that's right. But, uh, Who's that? He's a light heavy. Umar Salamov. His name uh, okay. is. Ah, yeah. okay. Yeah. But he's not really, He doesn't look like uh, he's going to get too far because he's already been beaten by uh, someone who is not <laughs> okay. like a top, top, top fighter. So anyway. uh,
1: okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I know that, uh, yeah, better be. Yeah. He has that respect and stuff uh, back home. And generally, if you bring up his name in boxing, uh, I think for those who are fans of the sports, they, you know, really have nothing bad to say about him. They view him as an elite top tier fighter in this sport. Yeah. uh, and, And they understand that.
0: Yeah. He's just, uh, I mean, simply been, uh, how do you say it, simply been uh, awesome, I mean, so far. Quite uh, intimidating, yeah, also the way he's he's... knocked out everyone so far. Yeah, and
1: he's knocking out the, you know, elite-level guys.
0: Yeah, uh, some of those guys were, you know, we're pretty good, you know. So, uh,
1: for him to stop Gavozic in the way that he did, I think that opened up yeah. even more eyes. The thing that probably did it for me was seeing the way he destroyed Tavares Cloud uh, several years yeah. back. Tavaris Cloud still seemed to be pretty form- formidable and a strong fighter, uh, but he better have be just absolutely destroyed him.
0: Well, Cloud, yeah, I'd like to. I remember when he first became the yeah. champ and then he beat Glenn Johnson. He looked good against Johnson who wasn't yeah. yet shot and so but then yeah, he yeah. kinda I guess he started as they say resting on his laurels a little bit too much, maybe I uh-huh. don't know what happened. And then he stopped uh, you know, developing or whatever.
1: Yeah, I just recently uh ran across his name and he had been out and hadn't fought since like 2016 or 2017, but he actually had a fight. Um, I think it was last year. Oh, Uh, and this was one that went under the radar that I don't recall even hearing anything about. I thought he was like officially retired and done. Yeah, but he has fought within this last year or or whatever, and I don't know if that means he's going to continue forward or not. But yeah, there have been
0: several such unexpected comebacks. In the last five years or something. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know?
1: yeah.
0: You had Razor, Radoch, for instance, coming back. Like, nobody would have ever expected that. <laughs> uh,
1: I had, uh, like, now during this time frame?
0: Yeah. Like, he's trying to make a comeback? No, no. He already did it in 2015. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. It.
1: Yeah. Didn't even know that.
0: But he only had, I think, uh, he won two fights, was it, and then lost the third and then he retired. Yeah, that's right.
1: Okay. I was surprised because I know, I think it was probably earlier this year, or it was last year I saw him hitting the bag in a video where it kind of alluded to him trying to show that he was still in the gym and still active right around the time the Tyson Jones pay-per-view stuff was at its height. Oh, yeah. So that's why I was thinking, did he try to make another comeback of some sort, or is he trying to make one now, which wouldn't at all be surprising considering what is going on as far as the world of exhibition, et cetera, right Yeah, now.
0: that's that's the thing, yeah. Yeah, maybe it's going to be an exhibition, uh, yeah. Yeah, I've been such... But yeah, I- yeah.
1: yeah, I didn't think he looked good hitting the bag. He, he looked like <laughs> an older guy who shouldn't be trying to box anyone, but he was just hitting the bag. But, you know, you can't stop anyone. And speaking of that, of course, you know, there was talk of Tyson doing an exhibition with uh, Holy Phil, and that oh, yeah. ended up uh, kind of coming off the table. But what I've seen in recent days, actually, is that. Holyfield's intending to take on Kevin McBride in. Oh, I don't know if it's an exhibition or an actual match. Yeah, uh, but I know we discussed this before. Yeah, I just don't see Holyfield competitively as the exhibition type. I think he's gonna go hard regardless because that's just been his nature his entire career.
0: <laughs> uh, McBride is like a punching bag. I think, oh, especially by now. <laughs> He was never yeah. that, that hard to hit anyway and yeah I, I, yeah I did see something about it on, on YouTube but I thought it was something old you know but then I, no, forgot. I think yeah that actually yeah, I think it's legit yeah I forgot that it wasn't Hallfield Hall that fought McBride it was Tyson that fought him before yeah him. Yeah, so. yeah
1: I think it's legit excuse me I think they're trying to actually put it on Triller, uh, and yeah, I don't know what at what stage it's in right now, but I do know that I've been seeing things in the last several over the last several days uh
0: that's that have some. made me think that it's
1: <laughs> it's something yeah. that is actually going to happen, you know? Mm. Which is interesting. And I think what what is sparking this even more so is the fact that uh the Tyson Jones thriller event did two million paper pay per view buys and that's a major number. That was the biggest since, uh, I guess, Mayweather-McGregor. At, uh, that was the biggest pay-per-view uh, sort of peak since yeah. Mayweather-McGregor, <laughs> which was in 2017, and Tyson did this in 2020, having not fought since 2005 or whatever. Yeah, um, that's,
0: that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> and I
1: think it has some of these older fighters coming out and thinking, you know what, hey, maybe I can come back and cash in on this wave even though we know yeah. that Tyson, of course, is one of the most popular boxers ever. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I mean, not most... every fighter reaches that level of sort of fandom.
0: Yeah, of course. Everybody then wants to have his piece of pie. And, uh, yeah. Why not me. I was uh, the, IBO, yeah. the, the WBO <laughs> cruiserweight champion. like. One of how many, you know, nobody kind of remembers yeah. who was the WBO cruiserweight champion in ninety yeah. <laughs> so. yeah,
1: and you know, yeah, you're right, and um, and actually, and I like the formula that Tyson had with the uh, with when he took on Jones in that exhibition. If that sort of his formula moving forward. I don't see any uh, problem with it uh, because I, I thought that he understood and, and understands now, uh, you know, what his uh, limitations are. And yes. and he kind of played into it the proper way. It's just some of these other guys uh, that are kind of coming out of the woodworks now. I just yes. don't really know uh, as far as their overall intention and how Very that would sweet. go.
0: Pretty soon we're going to have, like, Roberto Duran and Sugar Ray Leonard exhibition. And then Roberto would, like, get his revenge. He would, like, land a low blow or something. Yeah,
1: that's funny. Yeah, yeah, you know, that would be interesting. Um, Also, on this same subject, I also saw that... uh, Another one of these type of fights that have been picking up at least some talk is uh, James Tony versus uh, Shannon Briggs which oh, no. <laughs> I just don't think it's a good idea for James Tony who's a, who's a great fighter um, pretty much probably one of the one of the all-time greats in that middleweight uh, type area uh, depending on uh, where He's you rate old. him.
0: He's now the donut-eating champion, I guess. Yeah,
1: but James Tony clearly should not be Breaking. fighting or taking any shots to the head. You can see that yeah. he's changed his speech pattern and all of that stuff has changed over the years, and that's the last thing that he needs to be doing at this point. Even though Shannon Briggs is older, uh, he's – Definitely in a better condition than James Tony is I at this think particular. He's point.
0: older, actually. He's a little bit younger, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I don't mean older as in older than Tony. I oh, mean, yeah, he's yeah. an older he was, I, What I mean was, yeah, yeah he's yeah. an older fighter as well, that's you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, he, so, yeah, Briggs is viewed as one of those older guys that are yeah, out there. But but yeah. The,
0: yeah, the punch, that's what he meant.
1: Yeah, he's still yeah. active. I know he's working with other fighters and yeah. he did. Still in like top level condition. Yeah, and Tony he does hasn't look been... like,
0: you know, in top shape. The last time I saw him, yeah, Tony hasn't
1: probably been in shape since the late nineties or something yeah, like that. You that's know? Right. If you really look at it, because I think more of his move up was had to do with him not being able to put off that weight to get back down to some of those lower levels, as opposed to uh, him what... just doing it.
0: I remember you know? when he was he was interviewed about that, and then he was like. Oh, yeah, now I can eat more more stuff. Yeah. Started naming all the stuff he can eat now. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like donuts yeah. and burgers and, uh, I don't know,
1: yeah, and, he yeah, and he, he, yeah, yeah, definitely. And he stylistically had the uh, type of style that would allow for him to go up and find some yeah. success just given his defensive nature and his craftiness. Yeah, he but, was um, like
0: very – yeah, that's right. He's – Yeah, strong. I don't think – yeah, so I don't think
1: he move. moved up without out catch, you know what I'm yeah.
0: saying? Yeah, because he was so good defensively. He, he wasn't really a guy who needed to move so much, I, I guess, you know. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, so he didn't need such a great stamina, maybe.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, it's interesting. So that's out there. Uh, I saw it. I actually ran across it on Instagram. It was being promoted by James Tony, uh from his uh, Instagram profile, and it was he was taking a shot at Briggs, so I think Tony is serious about it, but, of course, we'll see, if God, and really, I'm not sure.
0: Very stubborn yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. And, you know, it will come down to the commissions. I would like to say that the commissions probably wouldn't license him, but then again, uh, when money is involved, you just never know. Whoa. Stranger things happen.
0: While we're still on Tony, so I saw that yeah. that that picture you put out with saying "I got milk, <laughs> baby." That was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah, the first time yeah, yeah. I watched that <laughs> interview. He was like, "I got milk, baby." You know, yeah. Such a ride. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought it would be funny to put that there, considering that big cow in the background. You know, yeah.
0: <laughs> it was yeah, one of the, the funniest. I think. Uh, Shut, sh- shout outs by a boxer i yeah. never heard like <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah and that yeah, when yeah. he was going on that was of course much earlier like Burger King, Burger King it <laughs> was like oh, yeah, wow, Tony <laughs> <character. Yeah. laughs> celebrate his birthday whatever at Burger King
1: <laughs> oh yeah without a doubt yeah he was an interesting character and uh yeah, he was able to, yeah yeah yeah, I remember that uh, the publicity behind that uh, crossover fight with Randy Couture, even though it didn't yeah. live up to the hype in, in any way. But there was a lot of publicity behind it, and it was funny uh, going through that process.
0: Painful fight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Without a doubt.
0: Wait, that was when he lost to... Couture, was it that?
1: Yeah, yeah. He basically, as soon as he went down, he couldn't get back yeah. up. Uh, Couture just held him down and practically <laughs> just, you
0: know. But Tony he, probably right, he didn't did, work. Yeah, he did knock out one of the other MMA guys. Do you know who that was? First one of the. Uh, no,
1: I don't. I don't.
0: I don't know. It just
1: slips my mind. I remember him and Couture, uh, I know there was a lot of build-up to it and certain things that were taking place yeah. uh, prior to that ultimately coming to fruition, but uh, yeah, I had to look back on some of those details uh, to get there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I know that uh, you know there had been others. Uh, Ray Mercer uh, some years yeah, prior great. to that had fought uh, Tim Silva, this former USC uh, heavyweight champion and. Yeah, and him out guy from
0: uh, South Africa, Bota, Francis Bota.
1: Oh, Francis Bota. Yeah. So he starts over the MMA? Yeah, he, he actually had a that.
0: couple of wins actually there.
1: Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. <laughs> but
0: he was not very successful. He didn't stay there very long, of course. He was already well past 40, I think. Yeah. 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 Strong guy, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember,
1: yeah, I remember, uh, of course, yeah, he yeah, been in with some pretty good guys. I remember yeah. uh, Tyson dropping him uh, with a hard, yeah, right. It,
0: yeah. He was a pretty good fighter, he just lagged the big punch that's that was his big weakness, I think, Bolta. So, uh, yeah,
1: I'm gonna look him up because I feel like he fought not too long ago, uh, at a time period when you expect that he wouldn't be back in the ring. Yeah. Oh, so it's twenty fourteen. So I guess it's twenty fourteen when he last was so it a ring. Okay. In the boxing uh, ring. Yeah. yeah but
0: he's yeah, been, okay. oh. he's been very active for long time, yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. Yeah, interesting stuff. Yeah. Um there was this uh there was this fighter from Azerbaijan who fought on that the card yesterday as well, who uh is a heavyweight. Four years old. His Name is uh Muhammad, uh, Muhammad
0: or Muhammad Muhammad
1: Rasul. Oh, yeah, but I think they. Forget to yeah, Muhammad. that's
0: the guy. That's the one I was talking about. Uh, yeah, about he. So I didn't know he was from Azerbaijan, but anyway, yeah, yeah, I, I know Yeah, he. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, he fought on his own card, and he's uh he was three and oh three knockouts. He took on Andre Fedosov. Yeah who's this i believe he's a russian fighter now i knew who was because i actually had saw him fighting in that uh boxino tournament that took place back before espn shifted from the uh sort of friday night fights type of uh production before they got to where they are now but i remember seeing him uh fight in that tournament uh and that's the same tournament where uh Brian Adams, the guy we were talking about earlier, who fought Charlo, he was he fought in that tournament and ended up lost losing to, I want to say John Thompson is the guy who got knocked out by him. Uh, and Adams, both of them, yeah. yeah, Brandon Adams, he's the guy that Charlo uh, Jamal Charlo fought. Yeah, yeah we, we yeah, were yeah. talking about earlier. He was a uh, sort of smaller, heavy or middleweight.
0: Hey sis, are you
1: facetiming me from Home Sense again? Saving money—that's my jam. What do we think? Outdoor dining set or wicker lounge set? Since your signature dish is a margarita, go with lounge. Okay, I am so ready for this party. It's been too long. Wait, go back. Show me those pretty ceramic plates. They're melamine. Even you can't break them. Look, these cute cushions match is my shirt. Is that sh- my shirt? Outfit your outdoors. Have it today at HomeSense. Standout pieces,
0: outstanding prices.
1: In height and all that. So small it for granite. <laughs> Yeah 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 definitely. Yeah. But yeah, he fought in the middleweight version of that Boxino tournament. I think it was middleweight or 154. Uh but Fedosov was in the heavyweight version. I think he won it. So I was familiar with him from that, but he had been out since like 2018, prior to taking a uh, Majidov. I don't know if you saw the uh actual any clips of the fight, but no. Um uh, but actually You know, it didn't take long. Uh, uh, Majidov, he has a very solid and strong jab, and I thought that would have been uh, problematic for Fedosov if the fight would have gone on more. But Fedosov caught him with a crazy uh, right uh, cross. I think it was a right cross, and it landed flush on uh, uh,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Majidov's chin, and he went down, and the way he went down, his ankle rolled and bent in a way Oh, that yeah. uh, it seemingly popped, and it went kind of limp a little bit for a split second there. Then he got up, and he, he couldn't put weight on it, and off hit him again, and uh he was holding his knee. He just couldn't put weight on it. And uh, then the replays ultimately showed, yeah, it kind of got twisted in a way where it looked like his ankle, in some some regards or some way, kind of just like popped out or,
0: yeah, or the yeah. socket
1: right there popped a little bit. And he's 34, so, you know, um, he was looking to kind of just continue on that trajectory because when you're 34 and, you, and you're only three fights in and you turn pro late because he was a great amateur and all of that stuff. yeah, and, and I think he was really trying to traject towards, you know, the top, but I imagine it'll uh, take a little bit of a good period of time to heal that type of injury because I feel like you could see where the bone had popped out of its socket there.
0: Yeah, it was very unlucky. I did read about it. Actually, one of my friends he posted something about it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's not easy now to just continue. And uh, yeah, at that age, you know, it's gonna take some time before he can really, you know, yeah. get somewhere. It's not. <laughs> Maybe he will. He will not.
1: Uh, yeah you know it'd be different if he was 24 but he he was already 34 and uh injury like that he had to go out on the stretcher he didn't want to but uh Mm -hmm. uh, yeah but he had no choice because yeah you could just see that his stuff was messed up so it'll be interesting to see what comes about and if he can actually come back like you said from something like this
0: yeah, so I just want to bring up one guy who is from Croatia. Uh, another okay. another heavy heavyweight, but uh, he was uh, going well for a while. You know, he also beat Kevin Johnson, for instance. But he, he, he stopped him actually in the eighth round, oh, which a lot of people hadn't been able to do. Yeah, interestingly. Exactly. So this guy is uh, called. Uh, Peter Milas. So he's uh, I'm from uh, yeah. I to
1: look him
0: up. So but he had been pretty he has not been active for quite a long time actually. But now I heard from someone uh, who is from Croatia that he has signed with Frank Warren, So that's a pretty good pretty good news. So now oh, yeah. Hopefully he will be getting some fights soon. You know, oh. I
1: see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm just looking at Kingpin's record. I don't know if I ever saw this fight because I I only last remembered Kevin Johnson when he uh, fought. um, What's the name? Uh, What is his name? Not walk.
0: uh,
1: Hergovich. Hergovich. yeah. You're on it. Yeah, Hergovich. Yeah, that's when I last, you know, kind of heard of Kevin Johnson's name out there. So, yeah, I don't think I saw this fight. But, yeah, this guy looks like – yeah, he's uh, he was ten and zero at the time coming in, and he was able to stop him. Like I said,
0: yeah, that's yeah. Pretty crazy. He's pretty solid so far. He has defeated a couple of other kind of decent fighters also. But uh, so as I said, I don't don't know when was his last fight. Twenty nineteen, maybe. Looks something.
1: like yeah, twenty nineteen. He hasn't fought since October of twenty nineteen. So we're yeah, he's uh Pretty much a year and a, a year and a half out, for the most part. Yeah. Um, so he's and, uh, gonna have
0: to have a yeah. a little longer road back to yeah. Yeah, he's only twenty five,
1: and uh, yeah, yeah. I imagine He wants to be active. I wonder uh, why he isn't active. Because, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know who he signed with.
0: Yeah, that's right. So he's got pretty good a uh, size for a heavyweight. I mean, now he's almost six five, you know. So he. Do like, you
1: recall who he's uh, signed with?
0: Uh, Frank Warren.
1: Oh, Frank Warren. Okay, okay. He's yeah, known. that's interesting because I know Frank Warren has had some uh, cards. Especially, it seemed like it would have been good to get him on uh, like one of those Daniel Boy versus uh any one card especially the Joe Joyce one, you know. It seems like Frank Warren yeah. has been pushing heavyweights. So.
0: and the boy he is actually now gonna fight uh wait who uh there was one guy. Uh let's see, I cannot oh, yeah. remember. I know this guy was not he's not on the boys level, but uh I guess Oh I see. Yeah.
1: They knew bob didn't I think Ijagba fought him. Who? Or maybe not. No, Pulev fought him, actually.
0: Uh, oh, yeah, Bob that's Dinu. Yeah, Dino. Yeah, that's right.
1: Dino. Yeah, 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 not Ijadba. But, yeah, um, I remember that Pulev fight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, Pulev was able to stop him, if I'm not mistaken.
0: I mean, Dino is not, you know, completely <laughs> garbage, but I don't think he can beat the boys, so... Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, same here. I, I, you know what? I think it's not a bad, it's it's not a bad comeback fight uh, coming off of that loss to Joyce. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, you, I'm sure they certainly could have found some lower tier heavyweights. Dinu is not a world beater or anything, but uh, yeah, that's true. He's he, you know solid, sort of like
0: very big guy
1: like C plus B yeah. level guy. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, or wait, was it him that was? no, maybe not. Maybe it was the other Romain I mean, who was six foot seven, you know. That guy, Soyanu. <laughs> he oh, yeah. yeah, he's six five. Yeah. Dino was yeah six Dino five. Was, but I know that Dino was knocked out by Pule, was it was he not?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he also got knocked out by uh, Jarrell Miller. So I knew I had saw yeah. both fights where he lost. Jarrell Miller did beat him uh as well. Yeah, um,
0: so that so,
1: so yeah, yeah, I think that's uh formidable uh as far as Dubois in what will be his sort of comeback fight and um hmm, yeah, trying yeah, to probably so, build that confidence back or whatever. June and it'll be interesting 5th. to see how it looks.
0: Yeah. So it's on June the 5th. Uh, yeah. Well so, uh, okay. Yeah.
1: I want to check that out. Then I wonder if it'll, it'll probably be BT Sports or something like that. I guess, um, but yeah, that should be interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I think uh, yeah, the boy still has potential. He's young enough that uh, as long as he has the confidence to not let this loss break him, and the fact that he's hopping back in, you know, uh, this quickly after what I'm sure was a a pretty uh, tough uh, eye injury shows that, hey, he, he, he still has something in there, so it'll be interesting.
0: It was, I mean, uh, it was a very, <laughs> well, the way he lost was a little bit, you, you might say, unlucky, you know, because uh, yeah, he was being the better guy, or, or I would yeah. say, most of the fight, you know, and landing some re- really good shots, but the guy he was yeah. fighting was just, uh, you know, uh a monster. Yeah. <laughs> so indeed, indeed. And
1: he's he's a big strong guy. And yeah. uh maybe in hindsight, uh
0: who can take punches. wouldn't have been as really good. yeah,
1: he can. And, and in hindsight, maybe Du Bois wouldn't come out as aggressive as he did because yes. I feel like he may have started to feel his power a little bit and thought that he could get uh Joyce out of there early uh, and that ultimately didn't play into his favor, that aggressive uh, nature early on.
0: Yeah, was such a big guy. Yeah, Yeah, he was just – because it was the first time he was fighting him and uh, he thought, you know, I can can get him out of there. uh, I just have to land land enough big shots and, you know, be very aggressive. But it didn't work that way, Unfortunately,
1: yeah, it, it definitely uh, did not. And I was actually that actually made me look at I want to see what is uh, going on with Joe Joyce. So I was wondering if in, if him and Usyk would the ultimately jungle. fight. I don't know if that's going to happen.
0: <clears throat> I wonder if he's going to start coming out to fight with so that big skull. Cap like look, because his uh, alias is the the juggernaut like the guy from X-Men. oh yeah <laughs> I'm,
1: sure, I'm sure that would get some uh, sort of crossover attention
0: for Yeah. <laughs> like I'm the juggernaut <laughs>
1: yeah so yeah um so he's out so yeah I wonder if him and um so Usyk yeah so he fought Chisora in October you know I haven't heard any real Definitive chatter around that fight, but I I wouldn't mind seeing um, Usyk Usyk and Joyce. But maybe is Usyk was he some kind of mandatory for uh, one of the belts that Joshua has, or something
0: of that nature? I think so. WBO because maybe because he was Just a second. Yeah, I think he was. He was for one of them, anyway. I don't sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because I was wondering, because, you know, immediately um, after, you know, both Usyk and Joyce fought, you know, their names came up uh, respectively between the two. And, um, yeah. But, yeah, nothing seems to have happened since then, of course. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, as far as the next fight for both of those guys, because with uh, Usyk having fought in October of last year and Joyce. Uh, In November, it seemed like the stars pretty much were aligned for them to Mm. take each other on in a rematch of, I guess, the World Series of Boxing.
0: Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Pretty interesting thing. Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, May 1st, there's a pretty good, uh, you know, there are some good fights, I guess. That's the... The first really good card from now, because <laughs> you have uh, Arislandi-Lara fighting. Uh, yeah. Oh, I did see that he was coming back to take on
1: someone. Thomas
0: LaMana. Like...
1: Oh, LaMana, Lomana, La Okay, yeah, yeah, I know LaMana. Yeah, it should be an interesting fight. I favor uh, Lara for sure, but um, should be an interesting fight.
0: Yeah, and he reads Chris Ariola, which is, of course uh, – a total waste of time, but anyway,
1: yeah, and uh, that's one that uh, I don't get the angle with them putting this on pay per view. Probably the best fight on that is yeah. um, <laughs> they have a I forget who the undercard fight is, but there's one fight I saw that's on the undercard that is legitimate. Um, I just can't recall who it is exactly, but the fact that that's on pay per view, I think, does. Is, it does it a disservice for Andy Ruiz in trying to yeah. bounce back from what was a lackluster performance in defense of his titles after such a dramatic sort of star-provoking win. Uh, and I don't know what the strategy is behind that. Maybe it, that's all that could be done to get Ruiz the type of purse he wanted because I'm sure that Ariola, at this point, you can pretty much get him – for you know, probably a lower amount by comparison since he's pretty much a foot out of the door in terms of competitiveness at the elite level. But I don't know what the angle is or strategy is as far as uh, Andrew Ruiz with this one. Are and I don't know. suspect it would do too, good at, uh, yeah. do, do too good as far as buys.
0: Are you, it must be like 38 or something, I mean, 37, 38
1: yeah and well past his uh sort of formidable years uh, yeah
0: so he's actually as a boxer, he's more like forty five <laughs> you like,
1: yeah 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 Man, and and that is even when he was uh even when he was sort of in what could be considered his prime, he wasn't necessarily in the best of shape yeah, during those times so I, see. I was surprised that they, that Ruiz was going to take him
0: on. But even more so, surprised that it's a pay per view. Yeah, yeah, that's simply not not good, not right. I've seen Ruiz, uh, seen some uh, footage of him working out. Where so he he looked in a quite, I mean, a little better shape, anyway. Than, the last time we saw him, you know, so it looks like, yeah, yeah, he's really making you know, you know, a good uh, yeah effort.
1: You got Eddie Renoso, so, uh, yeah, I think that probably, yeah, definitely, probably being around that whole Canelo camp, I would think that it does, uh, does him a uh, service as far as at least seeing, you know, how someone like Canelo operate, whether, you know, he takes that on and continues to kind of uh, build upon that himself is, is another thing, but without a doubt, uh, Canelo's not one that we, we've seen uh, we could sell short as far as his commitment to the, uh, all of the sort of backend stuff prior to stepping into a fight. I've never seen him step into a fight mm. in anything less than, you know, top condition, especially uh, now that he's hit sort of like his prime uh, for sure. Maybe it could be argued early on when he was like, well, we're or whatnot, but he's, he's really on his game now. So I, I would hope that being around him right now in this setting, this time frame, would be a benefit to Ruiz as far as seeing how he should carry himself as a champion, especially now that he, uh, could have swandered away, you know, one of his uh, only chances at, you know, getting another one of these titles, you know? Yeah. And he had three of them. Yeah,
0: yeah mm-hmm. that's right.
1: He had three of them, three of the major titles. Just think about that, you know? Right. How could you not dedicate yourself <laughs> uh, for that rematch,
0: you know? Yeah, it's not something you want to waste away, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right.
1: All right. Um yeah, I think uh we can uh, probably end this piece right here and then uh you know we can come back at a later time to tackle some of the other pieces. So it was great uh going over this version of what has taken place over this weekend and uh until next time of course Slavin uh we will link up again.
0: Yeah, sure. Of course. <laughs>
1: All right, so be sure all of you listeners go out there. Facebook, it's Boxing Haven. Go join the Boxing Haven if you're a boxing fan, it is. And I know that Facebook has switched up the rules, so I think anyone can join in some capacity now all with right. this new change or whatever. But Boxing Haven on Facebook, it is there, so be sure to check that out. And, of course, if you check out 86 Boxing, you will see that we recommend Boxing Haven. So
0: until then, excuse
1: me, everyone, definitely enjoy your week.